On this Halloween night special, I talked to a woman who claims her grandmother appeared to her in spirit form initially when she was eight years old and many times after that. She also talks about the other spirits who came through to her over the years, conversations she had with them, also learning to live with spirits, trying to, of trying out a Ouija board obviously, which would have to be in there somewhere, and much, much more. Hope you enjoy it. First thing I want to ask is like I hear all these store all the stories that you're saying like your podcast and stuff. Um, did something did stuff happen in like your early life that you think could have like led to this? Because I'm just kind of intrigued how like there's a there's like a lot of shit to cover in this. Like there's your dreams about like like shootings and stuff, and you like um, did you there was a lot of other stuff as well. Did did you think anything happened in your early life where you were like yeah maybe that was a reason? Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Um my first memory of seeing a spirit i was eight years old and a few years like the next few years of my life there was quite a lot of trauma that happened in our family that we had to go through and the spirit that came through to me i um i do wonder if they came through just to kind of let me know that i wasn't alone and i was being protected because it was like quite a rough time um but my, I remember my mum said that I used to say weird shit as a kid. Like when I was about three, she said that I just had this really strange vocabulary and that I'd use words that she didn't even know the meaning of. And there was just no way I could know what those words were. And when she'd ask me where I'd heard those words from, I'd just say weird stuff like, oh, the person in the park. And there was no one in the park. And just so I feel like it's always been there. Like I hear a lot of people kind of say that, oh, like the psychic told me I was psychic and now I'm psychic, but mine's just always been there, but I haven't actually like leant into it until about two years ago because I was just completely terrified of it. So I didn't really want it to be around. You started seeing spirits when you were eight eight, eight years old, was it? Yeah. So I, do you want me to, share what happened there yeah you might as well yeah okay (laughs) because i feel like otherwise i'd start giving details away anyway dad's mum so my grandma had passed away before i was born like a few years before i was born and he it really broke him um and he'd always bring out like this photo of her from his wallet and he'd like make us kiss it and be like oh say hello like she loves you just kind of stuff like that and if i'm honest like that freaked me the hell out because she was the first person in our family that i knew of that was dead um so i just and i've always been terrified of death so (laughs) it's just scary in general but i remember this one night um i yeah i was about seven or eight i can't really pinpoint how old I was but because I'm the youngest in the family and my mum's a single mum um I was like put to bed earlier than everyone else on one end of the house while my two older sisters and my mum were up watching tv late at night and at some point I was either asleep and woke up or I was trying to fall asleep and I looked up and my bed was kind of facing the way that like my feet face the doorway which is like apparently really bad feng shui but like who knows um like apparently your soul leaves your body while you sleep and so that's really not good but um i just i opened my eyes and there was a woman standing there like 
in a wedding dress head to toe with a veil on and she was in like grayscale. scale so if you think about like you're typical if you could imagine what a ghost would look like and they're kind of like see-through and stuff like she looked like that and I wasn't actually scared at the time um but she started walking towards me and then leant over and kissed me on the forehead and walked back to my doorway and just watched me until I fell asleep um so yeah I wasn't scared at the time but every night after that like I like pretty much developed insomnia as a kid because I was just terrified of falling asleep and that if I opened my eyes someone would be in my room but it was only a few weeks later that we were at my papa's house um I kind of walked past like his little stand where he had all the family photos and I saw this photo right at the back of my grandma on her wedding day and I just had like full-on buddy chills. I felt sick to my stomach and I was like, okay, that was her. And now I wonder if she like chose to come through in that way because she maybe she knew I was scared of the photo that my dad had in his wallet. So like she didn't want to come through as the age she was when she passed. But I don't know, like a woman in a wedding dress is fucking scary. So I don't think she did well there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is fuck. That is that is terrifying. I don't know how like, and were you just like? Can you remember how like what your actual reaction was? Like, were you just properly like in a cold sweat like when you saw her, or were you just like in shock? I was in denial, so I thought it was a dream because it was related to nighttime, right? And I'm I'm a really logical person, so it took me a very long time to accept that what was happening to me was psychic shit. Um that it took me about two years to tell my older sister so I kept it to myself because I was scared that my whole family would just think I was absolutely crazy uh but I started seeing her in the daytime and that's when I told my sisters because I was just like a little nervous wreck and I, I remember my mum was like going to school asking my teachers advice on how to help me get to sleep at night and stuff like that so it was obviously like obviously my family knew something was going on but I was a very headstrong child so I didn't tell them the thing for quite a while when you did tell them did they just kind of think you were half mad or like did they kind of I think they thought that anyway yeah yeah. like I was a weird kid like I I used to read the dictionary for fun like I was a weird kid um but my elder sister like she was alive, like she was alive when my grandma was alive. So she knew her. Um, she was really accepting of it. When I told my mum, like she she really she believed me, which was good, but she like took me to a psychiatrist like straight away <laughs> just to make sure nothing was wrong. Um, but there was definitely an unwritten rule in our household that I can't talk about this to anyone because no one would understand it. Like how many times did your grandma grandmother actually like appear to you or like in spirit form like do you obviously like you don't really keep account i'm assuming but like do you know well, roughly you, a... do to a, you do to a point because they're traumatic so you remember well i mean yeah. for me it was traumatic i can't speak about other people's experiences um she came to me tw- two more times before she came to me like i was i remember i was practicing like for a 
dance exam or something in our lounge and the lounge always had really strange vibes and I looked up and like her face was in like the flowers outside the window um and then another time I was kind of getting books ready for school and I was looking down and like my mum was like an accountant in this labeling factory so she used to bring home stickers for us and we'd like use it to jury seal our books and things and I had like this roll of mirror stickers just on my desk and I looked in and I just looked down and the face that was the photo in my dad's wallet so her in her like 60s was in every single sticker um so I just ended up like screaming and my sister came in and just like yelled at the room like leave her alone leave her alone and after that she did leave me alone until I was like 24 and so now she comes through to me like kind of whenever I want but um it's not as scary anymore like she definitely got the message that I was not ready to see or chat to her or anything like that um did did you um i just wonder like what your relationship was like with your grandmother because like i'm thinking like all this stuff seems pretty fucking terrifying like if she wanted to like appear to you in a nice way i doubt she'd be like putting herself on stickers and like appearing in a wedding dress like two in the morning or wherever it was like she seemed like did you have a good relationship with her or was that a reason maybe that she's scaring the shit out of you <laughs> i know now why i haven't talked about it on my podcast yet though so i'll but i will i'll say why um I mean I had no relationship with her as far as I knew like she was dead before I was born um it poses the question though like what way could a spirit come through to a kid that isn't terrifying because I've asked that like how would you come through in a way that like they know who you are in a way that like doesn't scare the shit out of them like I don't think yeah. there's any way that you could but that's just my opinion <laughs> Yeah, the only way I could think is like, did you ever see uh, Jack Frost, uh, the movie? No. No, well, like in that movie, the guy's dad dies and he basically like manifests into like a snowman and he appears to him in a, as a snowman. That That's wouldn't be that, No, but like he's actually like a snowman. He's like fixed in position, so he can't move. So like it's, oh. it's, it's not like he's kind of like, like he built himself. So like he didn't just appear one day like as a snowman in the middle of July or something like he's actually so <laughs> well like uh, yeah um that would be all good I like the idea of the kid can go and see him whenever he wants to rather than it coming to him right or the dad coming to him I definitely like that um I hope I'm not in a position like when I'm dead and I have to go through to my grandkids or whatever like I hope I don't have to come up with a way to do it but um the reason why she comes through to me because I've asked it to her directly now um because my older sister was her favorite so I was like why didn't you go through to her like why did you choose me um but it kind of brings like previous life stuff into it um when I was 24, the first time I saw her, like since I was a kid, I was going to sleep at my boyfriend's place and I just opened my eyes and I saw her from like head to toe in color, which is really weird for me. Like I don't see spirits in color usually and I could just see her eyes. They were really blue um, and she was holding a baby. And I 
ended up texting my mum the next day just being like it's really weird she came through last night like I didn't I haven't seen her in all these years and she was holding a baby like what do you think that could be and my mum texted back just saying like you know it's her birthday today right and I was like "Mm, no (laughs) but um I'm trying to think of a way where like I can say this without it just sounding absolutely nuts because it does but the info that like I've gotten from her since is that she actually came through to me because I was meant to be her daughter she was pregnant with me in a previous or not in a previous life but like before she had my dad but I was a miscarriage so like she's always felt like a bit of a mother to me and has kind of come through to protect me because I obviously feel like quite vulnerable in this world with all the shit going on. So yeah. So, How do you take that? <laughs> that? That's a lot to fucking unpack. Did she so, Yeah, I'm sorry. Did she so did she say that that like um she like she had a miscarriage and like did she believe that that was that was you? So the way that she like the way that spirits come through to me now is that it's kind of like it's not like a ghost appearing in front of me um it's like if you were to sit down oh i'm so sorry there you go put my phone on do not disturb um if you were to sit and kind of like picture yourself waking up this morning like getting ready for the day having some breakfast or not having some breakfast checking your phone like the way you're picturing yourself doing that right now that's how spirits kind of come through to me they just like kind of appear in what feels like a memory but it's happening right now um and she i was like recording my own podcast one day and i was just talking about her coming through as a kid and she ended up coming through while i was recording and like apologizing to me for scaring me and um we had like a nice little moment i guess and then ever since like she came through to me again one night and it was like wasn't actually her (laughs) this is like this is so fucked up but it was like actually like a baby in utero and i heard that the baby's name was rose okay and I like wake up the next day and I'm meditating and she comes through and I asked her, I said, like, did, was I meant to be your child? Cause I'd known she'd had heaps of miscarriages before she had my dad. And she said, yes. And that she was going to call me Rose and that she was like, she'd always talk to her belly and like, she'd know that. I was in there or whatever and the weird thing is is that like in in the religion i was born into like i'm not religious i'm agnostic but in the religion that i was born into you you're given like your name and then you're given a name in another language and that name that i was given was like it means the light of and it was like my grandmother's name so like i'm literally named after her my middle name in English is Rose. So it's just, um, there's just a lot of coincidences there, but I can like, I'm hearing myself saying this and it just doesn't, it sounds like absolute shit. So. <laughs> um, 
what does your what does your dad think? Do you, like, I'm assuming Nick, you've said this to him. Like, do, what does he think that like that you have the theory that like you could have been his sister? He doesn't. Oh God, I never thought of it like yeah, that. It is a weird thought, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I I haven't talked to him about that. We have quite. Like, we were quite estranged throughout my childhood and teenagehood but like we've got a good relationship now we're kind of getting to know each other he knows that I see her and that she comes through but he's also still very broken about her passing because he was quite young when it happened so it's not something that I just like throw into conversation all the time because I don't want to upset him but no I haven't told him about that theory I've told my mom um but not him fair enough and uh, <laughs> is she the only one that appeared to you? I didn't listen to enough podcasts to actually know okay. everyone who appeared to you, but... Uh, it's all right. Like, if I had to have an episode for every spirit that had come through, like, it'd be ongoing. <laughs> yeah. um, no, she's, she's not. She's just the first. And ever since, like, there have been other family members that have come through. Um, but it's mostly strangers now. Um, and weirdly, like, I had a really, really close relationship with my granddad on my mum's side, but I'd love for him to come through and he doesn't. So it's like, you can't speak to everyone that you want to speak to. Like it's, well, I can't. Maybe good psychics can, but I can't, so. I'm actually curious about this. So like, do you all have conversations with everyone who like appears to, like even the, stra- the strangers one, like at least with your like granny, you're like, okay, at least I know who it is, but like, the strangers yeah. thing is like, who the fuck are you in my room yeah. or whatever? Pretty much. Um, so they mostly come through like while I'm trying to get to sleep and it'll be like, I close my eyes and I just see like this face staring at me or like they kind of look sometimes like a Xerox version of a face. So kind of like an inverted picture if it was in black and white. Or like, you know how if you stare at the sun sometimes and then you look away and there's like a burned out image of something, that's sort of what their faces come through like. And it's really jarring because it's it's not like they just stand there and talk to me. It's like, I just see their face and then I hear whatever they want to say. So sometimes they'll just kind of come through and it would be just the face and I'll be like, what's your name? And they'll tell me their name. Um, and they'll tell me some details, but a lot of the time they don't actually tell me stuff. They just kind of show me stuff. So if someone were to have passed away from a heart attack or something like that, they'd show me like, they'd probably point to their heart or have their hand on their heart. And then I would physically feel the pain in my heart. Um, and I guess like, that's sort of how they communicate with me at the moment. They just kind of come through and tell me how they died and we kind of talk about it and I kind of help them if there's any like residual trauma there because a lot of the deaths are traumatic um and then I kind of just let them know they don't have to go through that again that it's all kind of behind them now and then I don't know what happens to them after that they just go away I've only had one spirit come through for a second time like two nights in a row um but most of the time it's kind of like a drop in center. Like they come in once and then they leave and I don't see them again. So Jesus. And so oh, that's that's my so you, you can actually feel like if they you said as if they had a heart attack, you can feel like the 
the pain yeah. of the heart. That's kind of like that's kind of sounds supernatural more than I know. Like psychic yeah. is kind of supernatural, but it's it kind of sounds like a I don't know is it a healing power or something, but it kind of sounds like something. I don't know what it is. It rings a bell though for me for some reason. I don't know why. I can weirdly kind of yeah, I can kind of like tune into people and heal them if they're sick and stuff like my family members it's only people I'm really close with but like in the same way that a spirit will come through I'll see things in color like I'll see that a color needs to be washed through them in like a specific way and then I don't know if it ever works but it's just what kind of comes through to me at the time and I'm just like well if it can help cool but if it doesn't I don't think it'll make the situation any worse so I just kind of give it a go I'll just throw in a weird question here. Have you ever tried like a Ouija board rant since you've nearly seen most other things? Have you ever? Oh my God. Yeah. Rant? So, oh, oh yeah. Well, cause I like, I was a teenager. Every teenager like friend group goes through the Ouija board stages and it's absolutely fucking awful. Cause like <laughs> I hadn't told like my friends knew that I think that I'd seen some ghosts at that stage so that was kind of all they knew so they knew i was scared of it but it was definitely at the time we're like i think we we're like 14 or 15 we just started hanging out with boys and dad come over and we'd all do a ouija board and i didn't want to be uncool and not be in there um but there were two times that we did one and like there were just way too many people like you don't you don't really believe that anything that's happening is actually happening like because of course, when these boys involved, they're like, oh, I'm going to scare these girls. And they just like move the glass around. But there was one time that there were four of us. I think we, yeah, we must have been about 15. We we're at this girl's house and she was a family friend of my best friend. Um, but she was like, she was one of the cool girls at school. Like she was absolutely terrifying. So I was really intimidated by her. And there was another girl there as well who was another family friend and we sat in the bathroom so i'm just gonna have a sip of water because my throat's getting a bit scratchy um we sat in like this tiny bathroom the four of us and there were no windows in the bathroom so there was no light coming in or anything like that and we lit four candles so there was a candle in between each of us and we're sitting there and I don't know how many spirits come through like I can't remember but there was one spirit that came through and like it was moving around but I just thought that like the popular girl was kind of moving it because like it just seemed on on brand you know and <laughs> then this one spirit comes through and they ask the name someone asked for its name and I think he said Richard and then the popular girl asked out loud are you good and the glass just went straight to no and all the candles blew out at the same time and we all just screamed and like ran out of the bathroom and i've not touched one since i think the kind of rumor is that like if you do it in a haunted house that it kind of increases the effects of it or like something worse always happens well their house their house was very modern it was very new but she said afterwards that like she thinks it was kind of built on like indigenous land so that could have been the case but like richard doesn't seem like a very indigenous name to me but (laughs) i don't know i don't like i don't like like the fact i don't know i don't feel like good energy would come through a ouija board 
No, I, I don't think there's ever anything good to be actually got from a Ouija board. I think it's just one of them things that people do to regret it afterwards. Literally, yeah. yeah it's like you you become the age where you start watching scary movies and then you think it'd be fun and you just end up regretting it for the rest of your life. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be scared of Ouija boards. I thought you'd kind of fucking like it. Like, strangely, like, do you know the way if you're kind of experienced, like, not experienced, but like if you've seen spirits, I would have thought like, like just taking your stride, but obviously not. Oh, I take none of this in my stride. It terrifies me to my fucking core. <laughs> <laughs> like there is, yeah. Like I'm, I think, I don't know if I'm not scared of it anymore. I'm definitely getting used to it, but like I try and imagine a life without this stuff and it seems pretty nice. So I don't know if I technically want it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to see. Like, do you ever think you'll actually be rid of like spirits, or do you think you're just stuck with them till you die? Well, that's kind of that's kind of how I started opening up to it. I came to a point where I was like, "I'm sick of this. I want to learn to block it all out." And I I don't know why, but in my head, I thought that I was kind of at a fork in the road where I could either lean into it and see how it could develop or I could just learn to shut it off completely. And I think I decided to shut it off completely, but I thought, hey, I'll experiment. Like I'll sit down and see if, if I sit down and ask any spirit that wants to come through, they can come through. And if it works, cool, I'll block it all off. If it doesn't work, cool, I'll block it all off. But I sat down and it, and it worked immediately. And like, it wasn't, anything crazy it was really subtle but it happened in a way that I wasn't scared and so I did it again the next day and I wasn't scared and I kind of haven't really thought about blocking it off since but I've kind of been shown like some spirits come through to me to show me how I can develop everything more and so like one or two spirits has come through to show me how I can control it and how I can tell spirits to leave if I don't want them to be there. So I feel like you could definitely get to a point where you could control it enough where it would never have to affect you. Right. And so how, um, what was I going to say? And how do you actually, like a spirit, like if you don't want a spirit there, like you, how do you actually like tell it to fuck off basically? You just tell it to fuck off. I didn't know. Like I grew up, I grew up in a family where no one was psychic. No one talked about it. I never had the, like, I was an insecure kid. Like, I didn't think that, like, if I told a spirit to leave, it would actually go. And I'm also a people pleaser. So I'm just like, like, oh, like, the spirit probably needs me more than I need them to go. But if you just say, no, I'm sleeping, I don't want you to be here right now, they literally leave. But I only learned that, like, two years ago. So like it's great now but it wasn't there where I needed to tell my grandma to fuck off like <laughs> yeah well that's that's nice to me at least they leave while you're trying to fucking sleep on it so that's not too bad um yeah. the last thing I think there's only seven minutes left and there's a, I probably should have got the upgrade on zoom um what was I gonna say oh yeah the last two things I want to I just put um a few more brighter topics uh, I was thinking I just think about spirits and like whatever apparitions and all the supernatural I was thinking like I'm assuming you love Halloween uh no 
Like, I'm not that crazed about it. Like, I liked it as a kid. I definitely liked Halloween movies because they made me feel more normal. So, like, Casper was my jam. Like, I loved Casper as a kid because, like, I was a kid that could see ghosts. Um, but Halloween, it's not a big thing in New Zealand. It is in Canada, so it's going to be massive over here, and I'm excited for it. But I'm not, like, counting down to it or anything like that. I'm boring. <laughs> um, and, like, you wouldn't be tempted to, like, stand in the graveyard or something at, like, 12 at night or anything like that? At night? Yeah. I feel Fuck like no. I think that's the yeah, that's the big Halloween thing, especially over in Ireland anyway, like standing there. Like I don't know, like I tried it once and nothing actually happened, but like I feel like you'd have a bit of an advantage, like <laughs> the last time I was in a graveyard, it was at my boyfriend's grandma's funeral. And she she was like st- I could see her standing on her plot, like they had the song Spanish Eyes on because it was her favorite song, and she was just standing on her plot like dancing as they were lowering her into the ground and she <laughs> was having the best time and I was cracking the fuck up because like it was hilarious like she was just she was in the best vibe and then I looked up and everyone around me was crying and I was like oh, this is this is strange but that was the only time I've actually seen anything at a graveyard um earlier in the year I'd been to a graveyard on New Year's Day I think because we wanted to go and find my boyfriend's like my boyfriend's mum wanted to go and look at some of the ancestors headstones or something and I'd like just started the podcast and I was like okay cool like let's see if anything comes through nothing came through at the time but that night I had a spirit come through and it sounded like they were underwater so I just assumed that they drowned um but that like other than that I haven't really had any experiences at a graveyard sorry you wanted it to be a lighter topic and I just brought it back to death. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, like I was talking about Halloween and graveyards, it was never going to be a light topic. <laughs> I, w- I was interested to see where you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's the big craze anyway. Ha- a graveyard mm. at twelve at night. So yeah, if you get bored on Halloween, try that out anyway and see this, see what it does for you. It definitely is like a really cool and kind of like simultaneously very scary kind of a gift, but uh um at this moment in time like just like to, i suppose the last thing i'll ask you like do you kind of like appreciate it having it now or are you like i just want it fucking gone or what way would you be thinking about it now no i do appreciate it like i had a time like i'll, I'll skim over the details but i had a concussion a few years ago and everything like went manic so like my psychic ability is like intensified by like a hundred and then it just stopped for like three months and I had nothing. So I got what I always wanted. And I had like this mini identity crisis being like, I don't know who I am without this traumatic stuff. Like maybe I was just addicted to the stress or something. Like, I don't know. But um, after that, like the only spirits that have come through have really been like out of love, like sending messages for people that they love. And I think that's quite special. And I don't know, I guess I just, I they're much more humanized to me now like I can see that if I were in their position and I just really wanted to get through to a loved one that was still alive and going through a hard time like I'd move heaven and earth to do that so I guess I just understand where they're coming from a little bit as opposed to like just being in my own body and being scared by what's going on happy spirit viewing I suppose for the rest of your days and uh <laughs> happy Halloween and all that I don't really know what else to say to be honest <laughs> 
That's all right. Thanks for having me. No worries. Oh, if you have any questions, feel free to follow up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks oh, for not judging me. No, or like no. for not outwardly judging me, just keeping it on the inside. Yeah, I'll keep it in my head, yeah. I'll tell my yeah. parents. Thank you for listening to Battle and Kill Buzz podcast. If you like what you heard, share this with a friend or family member. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, but not Snapchat. Slán lad.